0: Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corrigan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo. Hello. And Brendan the Producer Pika. Heyo. How is it hanging on this fine, hot summer night? It's a little hot. <laughs> that's, how that's how it's hanging. It's
1: a little okay, hot. Man. It's a perfect day to, to sit inside and uh, just obsess
0: about fantasy really any day is a good day to obsess about fantasy yeah we're getting been, closer been, man it it's tough it's fighting off the uh you know getting too excited about news tidbits because every oh, year you know beat reporters are just trying to say things to get clicks get people jazzed and every yep. year people fall for it but the problem is yeah one me. out of every 10 rumors is true or like one out of every 10 hyperbole is true so is Elijah Moore just going to kick ass this year? You know, is, you know, what's, yeah. what's everything going to look like? Cause he has been the what's buzz the of training camp. So yeah, it's, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. That's you, the, you are, that's my issue this year. As soon as you I, see a news at, tidbit, you send out like eight trades
1: like, for that person. Ooh, ooh. So yeah, it, it, Elijah Moore is getting a lot of hype. Uh, I'm on that Jacob Harris train now that behemoth of a man that tight end receiver <laughs> hybrid that the Rams drafted I'm all about that. Uh so yeah, there's a there's a lot of hype going around. Very fun to to look into. But it's just it's a it's a good thing to note to be a little bit cautious. All right, take everything with a grain of salt.
0: Be a lot. Cautious. If you
1: see that if you see that Elijah Moore made the you know, had a great catch in practice, you shouldn't be trading a a, a first round and you know, like Tyler Boyd for him.
0: You just, we just don't know. Just don't yeah, know. Him, yeah, yeah, so. it's still a lot to prove. So you can get excited, mm-hmm. but uh, don't yeah, don't make definitely. any uh, any rash decisions. Absolutely. Uh, today's episode, we are going to do some keep trade cut, courtesy yes. of Andrew, and also some summer comparisons, which I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about. Uh, the, mm-hmm. I, I love our comparison episodes. So I'm excited to see what you uh, have uh, come up with yeah, to this we point. We get creative. It's a lot of fun. So, Andrew, I will let you take the lead with keep trade cut since Mm -hmm. this is your your baby. Let's hear it.
1: Yeah. Okay. so we obviously know the rules can only keep one player, trade one player, cut one player. We're going to start out hot with I got two of them. So we're starting out hot with a running back. Uh, All of these guys are taken uh, mid for mid to late first round. This is half point PPR. uh, Just a just a redraft league. Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, keep trade cut. Do you want me to go first
0: or do you want to? You know, I'll go first. OK, I if it's just redraft, I'm keeping Derrick Henry. OK, Um, you know, with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, I, you know, he's just going to be able to run roughshod over any opposing defense you know, I am very worried about him long term just with regards to the amount of carries he's received recently, but he doesn't show any signs of slowing down. And as far as the all these carries, you know, he's pretty much running history as far as the workload he's getting. But, you know, he could just be the anomaly. So I'm not going to be the guy who stops trusting the freak. <laughs> so, man, I'm keeping Derek Henry. I think this this offense will really continue to run through him. And we've seen it, you know, fourth quarter, Derrick Henry is a monster, especially if you have to accommodate for Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. So I'm keeping Derrick Henry. I am cutting Jonathan Taylor. I think he's a really good player, but I'm really concerned with how much Naeem Hines is going to be in the picture. Marlon Mack is also still there with the team. So I really do think that this is going to be, I think people are going to be shocked at how much these other running backs are used. I still really like Jonathan Taylor, the player. I think he's still going to be, you know, a top 12 right around their running back. But, you know, I think he's somebody that I'd I'd be okay, you know, in this scenario cutting. And my trade is Nick Chubb. You know, he's somebody that people are really excited for in this Browns offense. Um, I really like Chubb, but I kind of on the same token. He's splitting with Kareem Hunt and you know, I just don't think he has the same upside that Derrick Henry has. So, those those are my calls.
1: Very good. That's a good one. I threw in Nick Chubb just because I thought you would bite on him for a keep cuz I know you you love him that much, but Yeah, I got to agree with you. Derrick Henry, uh he's my keep just because every year everybody says, yeah, Derrick Henry was really good, but can he really keep it up? Everyone says, "Oh, he's yep. going to regress. He's going <laughs> he's not going to get 378 carries like He did last season by the way Can we just take a moment to talk about That 378 Carries last year Which is by Far the most out of any running back 312 with Delvin Cook is the next Everyone says Derrick Henry can't rush for 2000 yards again I'm done doubting him Yep. Right I'm not going to do that I'm not going to be the idiot that says Oh Derrick Henry he's going to regress He's only going to get you know 1800 yards and 10 touchdowns. No, I'm not going to look like an idiot. Derrick Henry's a monster and he's uh, the addition of Julio Jones is only going to help. That's going to cause defenses to kind of take a step back, giving Henry even more yards uh, from the snap. So, yeah, keeping Derrick Henry. I'll, I'll mix it up a little bit though. I will trade Jonathan Taylor Instead of cut him, I'm going to trade Jonathan Taylor. He's got a lot of hype around him, coming off of an amazing rookie season. The reason I think he has more value than Nick Chubb, not because I think Jonathan Taylor is a better runner, but he is just way more involved in the receiving game. Now that's going to be a little bit less this year because they don't have Phillip Rivers who throws the ball a lot to running backs. However, Nick Chubb last year was averaging less than two targets per game that that that's just it, yeah that's that's the lowest than out of all of these running backs, so I think Jonathan Taylor has a little bit more value in especially in a PPR but in this scenario a half point PPR I would trade Taylor and then Nick Chubb just because he i wouldn't say he has a competition with Kareem Hunt but Kareem Hunt does play a role on this offense and does take away some snaps with Nick Chubb. Chubb is clearly the the running back one for this team there's no doubt about that but Kareem Hunt does take away uh, a few snaps per game and a lot of targets that kind of hinders Chubb's overall performance so that is what I'm going with there. Very similar opinions This is uh, this next one's where I think we're going to differ Keep Trade Cut, Kenny Galladay, Cortland Sutton, and Cooper Cup.
0: Yeah, man. This is a tough one. I really love all of these options. Um, Man, you're killing me here.
1: Do you want me to go first?
0: Uh, No, but I think you should. I'll let you go first. (laughs) Okay.
1: So, it's. I threw this in there and knew it was going to be difficult because I think we can all agree that a a Galladay and Sutton, both healthy and on a good team, is better than Cooper Cup. They're just better. However, they have a ton of
0: risk to them. Kenny Galladay. You know, Andrew, I'm going to step yeah. in. You I don't disagree? know if that's true. Okay. Here's the thing. We've seen Cooper Cup have stretches of being like top five at wide mm-hmm. receiver. We haven't seen that from Sutton or Galladay. So, you know, yep. I, I don't think that's fair. I think they just kind of fit that prototypical wide receiver mold better. Exactly.
1: I was, there was a butt in there. Oh, cause I was yeah, going to say, sorry. but I'm
0: all about the, no, buts. that's
1: fine. You said it for me. Cooper cup is not the sexiest player. He does not fit that prototype, but he puts up major points. He's very underrated. He gets a lot of targets each season, 124 last season, which is very good. Anytime a receiver gets over 100 targets, you're going to be happy with him, especially with the, uh, I guess, the ADP of Cooper Cup right now being so low. He's a great value where he's at. He always reaches around 1,000 yards. That's why I'm actually keeping Cooper Cup. I am trading Cortland Sutton because he's coming back from injury. He's on a team with Drew Locke which I, and Teddy Bridgewater, which I don't really trust. Um, Bridgewater is not known for a, a deep ball uh, kind of passer, and Drew Locke just sucks. So even though Cortland Sutton's best quarterback was Joe Flacco, uh, that, that was his best performance if Flacco was thrown to him, I'm going to trade him away. I just don't really have a lot of faith in that, op- in that offense if they have those two quarterbacks. And then I am cutting Kenny Galladay, I could be way wrong about him. Daniel Jones could take a step up this season. Kenny Galladay is the de facto number one on that team. This is a loss that I'm willing to accept. <laughs> if Galladay, if Galladay does really good, I'm not, I'm not going to be too upset about it. Uh, this is, the, I'm willing to pass on him and be wrong. I'm, I'm okay with, with doing that. I don't want to take the risk on Galladay. I honestly. I'm not very hyped about any single offensive player on the Giants. Saquon Barkley, obviously, as the exception. But even then, I'm a little low on him. So, yeah, keeping Cup, trading Sutton, cutting Galladay.
0: You know, I'm going to go almost the exact opposite. I'm going to keep Kenny Galladay. Uh, I really believe in him this year. You know, if he's healthy, I think he can really do great in this offense. Kenny Galladay is one of the best contested catch players in the NFL. And that's really what Daniel Jones is going to whip out to him. You know, they paid him a ton of money. He streaks down the field. And Daniel Jones, you know, he is that Hail Mary type player. And now he finally has a player who can actually come down with it. So I really think they are going to highlight... Reports out of camp is that Tooney has just been a disaster. (laughs) Um, You know, I I just I really feel like Galladay has the talent in this offense. They are going to highlight him and his coaching staff. You know, they know they're in the hot seat, so they're not stupid. They're not going to be too clever. It's they're going to tell Daniel Jones, get your ball to your best players. That's Saquon Barkley. That's Kenny Galladay. I don't think they're going to overcomplicate it. So. Really, I'm trusting okay. Daniel Jones being risky with Kenny Galladay being able to make those risky catches. We've seen him do it with Stafford. Uh, so now he's just getting a watered down Stafford. Um, once again, Daniel Jones can take a step up. He was a high draft pick. Uh, you know, he might be able to become the next Josh Allen. I'm not predicting that, <sighs> yeah, uh, but I do bold. think of this three, Kenny Galladay, I think, has the most upside. Cortland Sutton is the player I would trade. There is a lot of hype on him, but let's remember he's on the Broncos. He still has Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater throwing him the ball. And he's, you know, they drafted talent alongside him, Jerry Judy. (laughs) So, you know, there's a chance Sutton comes back and is no longer the number one. And I don't Mm -hmm. know how much the number two in Denver is worth. There's hype surrounding him right now. So I think trading him now would be the way to go. Because you just, you just don't know what you're going to get when he comes back. Uh, we have saw a little bit of a mini breakout from Sutton in the past. But you know that's not enough to convince me he is a bona fide number one. Kenny Galladay is a bona fide number one. We've seen it for oh years. God. He just built different. So I'd be trading Cortland Sutton. Which pains me, but that means I'm cutting Cooper Cup. There's a couple of reasons I think this. And kind of like your Kenny Galladay caveat, I'm going to throw this out for Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has been successful because Jared Goff cannot throw deep. He goes to that reliable underneath option, and that's where Cooper Cup excels. You know, it's not the 80-yard touchdowns. It's the 15, 10-yard touchdowns where he excels. Mm -hmm. So with Matthew Stafford coming into town, they are going to highlight that deep throw because that's what Stafford does best. You know, he's one of the best in the NFL ever at that type of play. Not saying he can't. Uh, but I don't think that's how Stafford's going to utilize Cooper Cup. So I think Cooper Cup is still going to be great. I think there is still a ton of value in Cooper Cup, but compared to the others, to these other two, I don't necessarily think think it's going to be there for him. So, man, I guess in summation, keeping Galladay, trading Sutton, cutting Cup. I like that. I like that. It I feels gross, though, saying that. cutting Cup. That's just it. Just feels wrong. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's he's a safer option. Oh, I love he's him. Yeah, he is lower safe. floor, higher or sorry, higher floor, lower ceiling. But
0: yeah, you know, and the more fantasy football I, I play, the more risk accepting I am. Because mm, okay. man, the one thing I've seen is you don't win a championship with mediocrity. You That's win true. it with those those big players. So but you don't
1: want to get third place every year. It's just not fun.
0: You know, if you ain't first or last. Thanks, Ricky Bobby. Uh huh. Uh, man, and you know, let's jump right into the summer comparisons. Uh, this yes, is kind of a I'm segment fine. we do yearly. Is these comparisons, you know, really kind of uh, put some feelings on these players? So we're doing mm-hmm. summer comparisons, uh, and I'll go first. We each have five summer comparisons. Yes. I'll start. <laughs> Should I start with the comparison oh, no. or the player? Uh, hey, you do you. Oh, you okay. Do you. Okay. I'm going to say Evan Ingram. That's the player I'm comparing here. There's been times in my life on a warm summer day, the family makes plans to go to like a wave pool or a water park. You're so excited. You know, you get all your stuff together. You're getting ready to roll. And oh my gosh, the car's not ready. The car's broken down. The water park is closed for whatever reason. Private event booked it. You are standing on the outside of the fence, looking in and all the other kids having fun. <laughs> you just, you missed out, man. <laughs> you had this huge expectations for an awesome, awesome day. And you are left outside. <laughs> you are sad. You are hurt. And that is years of emotional scarring that. that you need to recover that. from. For me, that's Evan Ingram. He is the guy. I just mm-hmm. can't quit. Uh, drafted mm-hmm. as this extraordinary athlete who can just, He's a beast. He's a monster yeah, on the field. I don't like one, but good lord, it just—he just has not been able to piece it together. And the problem is, people use the arguments. Look at his athleticism. Look at his de- as his draft price. It's not coming together. And at this point, I am off the Evan Ingram train. That is my first comparison, Andrew. Let's hear yours. Yeah,
1: that's really good. I mean, Evan Ingram over a hundred targets last season. He was fourth most in targets among tight ends. And he, he was the, what, tight end, like, 15? Oh, he's going to do even worse this season. I got no faith. Love that comparison, especially because I was an Evan Ingram owner in the past. Uh, let's go with, I'll say Tom Brady. Starting out big. Ooh. I compare him to Freezies, or what other people call Ice Pops. I don't know how you define it, what you want to call it. It is those, the thin pieces of flavored ice. Know know I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. I wanted to make sure it wasn't crazy. I call them freezes. Other people call them something different. That is Tom Brady. It was. It's great back then. Freezes were great back <laughs> then, and they're great now. It's usually not people's first choice of a summer treat, but it is always great. You're never upset when you have them. In the last ten years, Tom Brady's finished as an, at an average rank of eighth best among quarterbacks in terms of fantasy finishes. That's where I would probably put freezies among the, the summer treats.
0: <laughs> I can Delivers go one step year deeper. In, year, out. <laughs> year in, year out. I would
1: go one step deeper in this comparison. By getting a little more personal, when I was younger, all the only flavors I would eat were the green and purple ones. Those are the only two I liked. I could compare that to Tom Brady's weapons back then. What, Julian Edelman and Robert Gronkowski? That's about it. Maybe Randy Moss instead of Edelman? Now, yeah. as I grow older, I start trying more flavors. I like them, except for the pineapple. <laughs> the pineapple sucks. I don't know what that comparison is. O.J. Howard, maybe? Ugh. I don't know. Pineapple, uh, I don't want anything to do with. But all the flavors now, that's the Bucks' offense. I like the red flavors now. I like the blue, right? They added like a green apple type of kind. I love that, too. That's the whole Bucks' offense. I love it. Tom Brady, all reliable, great back then, and he's great now.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I Oh man, I'm trying to decide which one I'm going to use next.
1: That's the hardest decision <laughs> is deciding which one to do next.
0: My next comparison is summer school. Oh, I was fortunate enough to never have gone to summer school, but I know people who have. Summer school is where you go if you were a dumbass during the year. <laughs> you make poor decisions. Oh, like it's goof around. You know, you are you're not taking care of business. Summer school, it's punishment. It is a place where you go to just sit in the corner and think about what you've done. That is the 2021 Houston Texans. Oh. You morons have just <laughs> messed it up. You you done messed up. Mm-hmm. You've lost your best you traded away DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick in David freaking Johnson. That's the, that is the dumbest <laughs> thing. Oh, uh, oh, anyway, oh god. Anyway, you, you deserve to be punished. <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> you Take a breath. Are Deep a breaths. dummy, Houston. just oh, get better. Poor coaching decisions. Poor coach hirings. Poor personnel decisions. Bad performance. Off the field issues. Losing your best players. The list goes on. Houston season is going to be summer school. You done messed up. You're, you're in a timeout for 2021. That's my <laughs> summer. Com- that's my summer comparison.
1: That's really good. I mean, no draft picks until the third round as I, well.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Like that's it's, it's a joke. Yeah, it's terrible. And then they spend their their first pick in the third round on a quarterback, which is mm-hmm. not great. No, uh, which kind of shows what they think of the whole Deshaun Watson situation. I'd like to find the, the diamond and the rough players. You know, last year I'd like to, to kind of dip my toes in the New York Jets, see how, I, <laughs> see how I feel. I will say there are a few Texans, and by a few, I mean two that I like still, uh, and they're both receivers. So I'll talk about them later on in the season, I, or I guess towards the beginning of the season. I don't want to jump to conclusions here. I need time to think. But you know what? I'll go Brandon Cooks for my next comparison. Ooh, I like it. I actually
0: like I got Cooks Brandon a lot Cooks this season.
1: Now, here's a story. Once upon a time, <laughs> when I was younger, I didn't really have like a, a good slip and slide. You know, slip and slides are fun. Right? They're really fun. They're nice and refreshing on a hot day. I didn't have one of those cool ones that, you know, all the all the cool people had where it's got like a fountain and then a big like pool at the end. I didn't have that. Right? So what I did. Is I grabbed a piece of tarp, weighed all the corners down with pieces of cinder blocks so it didn't blow away in the wind. And then I just sprayed hose water and dish soap. And it worked.
0: It worked like a charm. What the heck?
1: No, I just, we just didn't spend money on a slip and slide. We just, that worked just as good. It worked just as good as the other slip and slides that the neighbor kids had. That is Brandon Cooks. He's, he, he doesn't look great. You know, when you're looking at him, he's on the Houston Texans. He's not like a like a big name. You know, he's not like, I'm trying to think of a receiver that finished around him last season. He's not a Keenan Allen, right? Even though they finished in very similar positions. But he gets the job done, and you're not that disappointed with the result. On seasons when Brandon Cooks is healthy, he hasn't finished below a top 15 wide receiver rank which is insane. It, it never looks good from yeah. the start when you see Brandon Cooks on your team, but the end result is the same, just like my makeshift slip and slide. It's a slip and slide, just like the other ones. It just doesn't look as good. So that's Brandon Cooks.
0: It's like the saddest story I've ever heard.
1: Oh, I loved it. It was great.
0: <laughs> it was well, great. Wow, man, that explains it a saved lot money you, my man. It was perfect. Uh, <laughs> lots of fun summer memory. Here's another one that's, uh, this is more for grownups. I'm going to assume my wife is not listening to this. So I'm just going to take oh the liberty to go ahead with this comparison. Or Andrew, super- what's the yeah. best part about hot weather in summer? Well, let me answer uh, that for you. Okay. Because okay. I don't think you're going to get it. It's yep. bikinis. There you go. I tell you what, man, I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you what bikinis <laughs> are dope. <laughs> they are summer's gift to us all. <laughs> Bikinis are the MVP oh, of summer. And similar to bikinis, Christian McCaffrey. There you go. He just makes <laughs> any t- <laughs> he looks so good out there, let me tell you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you watch a good Christian McCaffrey game, you have to sit down and smoke a cigarette because <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it is a full-body experience. Uh similar to uh the gift of bikinis. Christian McCaffrey makes football better he oh, does it all God. he's a monster we are lucky to have him in oh. existence
1: <laughs> jesus christ i was mid-sip there with water i think water <laughs> came
0: out of my nose when
1: you were like you know what i'm not gonna tell you i <laughs> not go into detail <laughs> you ate hey, props to you that you were riding that line and you didn't go off of it so yep yep that was good that's oh man <laughs> that's great and it's funny because it's it makes sense so uh, all right i'm gonna go something with a, a little less fun i'm talking about paddle boats oh i hate paddle boats oh they're not fun you know how how much work it is to just move like <coughs> 20 feet in a paddle boat i mean you're peddling for like half an hour and you you get across to like half of the lake i've seen that's where i from so i assume you don't it's do not great it's not great uh, yeah, there's a whole story about paddle boats. It, I'm not going to get into that. That's for a different time. Long story short, I got stuck out in the middle of the lake at night because the wind is a whole, it Marquise Brown is paddle boats, <laughs> right? That's. it seems like a good idea. This, this is Marquise Brown last year. Seems like a great idea, right? He's a fast guy, ridiculously fast. He's got good hands. He's on a great team with a great quarterback. And then halfway through, you're like, this sucks. I want to be done, but I can't because I'm stuck out in the middle of the lake and I got to paddle all the way back. Just like I don't want Marquise Brown on my team. I'm stuck with him halfway through the season. Nobody wants to trade for him.
0: And you're just sitting in the paddle boat in the middle of the lake looking at all the bikinis on the side. Exactly. You can't get there. You can't get there. (laughs) It's just, it's so disappointing.
1: So... uh, just don't pick Marquise Brown, right? It's like, don't go paddle boating. right? Get, get in a kayak or a canoe. It's just something else. It's just not going to work out. Marquise Brown sh- shouldn't be touched in most 10-team, I w- dare I say it, 12-team fantasy leagues. It, not once last season did he finish as a wide receiver one. Not a single week. I think his best finish was 14th, which is close, but... He now has a lot of competition on a team that does not run the or does not pass the ball a lot. It's a run first team. There's Bateman, there's Watkins, uh, there's even Tylen Wallace that they drafted as well. Don't touch Marquise Brown. All right. And stay away from paddle boats. It just
0: sucks. That's, that's a good one. I, uh, Thank you. Paddle boats is one of those things you're like, oh, whoa, paddle boat. And you're doing it and you're fun. like, oh, wow, this sucks. Why do I st- <laughs> so much work so much, Oh man? That's a good one. All right. This next one is something I've witnessed firsthand. OK, you're all excited. You go to the YMCA. You're about to jump in the pool. You've been looking forward to it, similar to my first comparison. However, <laughs> you're getting ready. You're about to jump in the pool and some right. knucklehead throws up in the pool. They there have to go. close it down. And yep. you can't go swimming that day. So oh, man. I, that's happened to me literally multiple times when I'm walking out there and I've seen some kid throw up in the pool and it it ruins everything for everybody. <laughs> you don't want go you don't want to swim in the pool anymore, like even after they go. Oh, yeah, you don't want no. to. Even when they open it up, you're exactly yeah. right. No thanks. Saquon Barkley, my man.
1: Everybody's oh.
0: so excited. You're like, yes, Ooh. Saquon Barkley, here we go. And he's hurt. <laughs> yep. There he goes. And he's out. They There's ruined. his hammy. <laughs> Experienced that multiple times. Yeah, you're geared up and it's something as quick and as stupid as a kid barfing in a pool. Mm-hmm. You're watching Saquon break a fifty yard run, pulls up his leg, and you go, Oh no, <laughs> here we go. Yep. It's over. Yeah, man, Saquon Barkley's injury history is a kid barfing in a pool. That's my summer yeah. I won't get too fancy with it. That's my comparison.
1: That's rough. I uh, I had my nose broken in a pool once. Oh man, I had to that kick sucks. everybody out. Yeah, that's a good time. You got Second that grade diabetes blood. Yeah, no, it was before. That was pre pre Pre-diabetes. diabetes. It's great. Pre diabetes. Second grade, <laughs> a kid threw one of those pool like the sinker toys that's filled with like hard sand. Oh yeah. It was a birthday party he he just decided to whip it across the pool and it bang oh, right clocked me right in the nose what a, jerk. It's a good time yeah I know, right? Uh, okay so we got two more next one when you get a big when you get a bad sunburn right it sucks there's nothing better than aloe vera you know that aloe vera lotion or gel that you, that
0: you put on there right I, I don't know if you do that are you the type of person that likes aloe vera I think about the sun and I get sunburned, yeah. so I am yep. very used to aloe vera, and
1: it's benefits. love aloe vera. That is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. It's not bad. It's it's pretty good. It's nothing special, right? Now here's a little here's a little tip, a little life hack. You grab an ice tray, you put the aloe vera in the ice tray, you freeze it overnight. Ladies and gentlemen, you have frozen aloe vera. Ready to use. If you get a bad sunburn, you just place the aloe vera ice cubes on there. Best thing you will ever feel in your life is the greatest thing ever. That is Clyde Edwards Hilaire this year. Clyde is going to be an amazing running back. They have the best O-line in the game now. They added Joe Thune. They added Orlando Brown. They drafted Creed Humphrey. They're going to be the best offensive line in the game. Also, the Chiefs are going to be up by like 20 points in almost every single game, so they're just going to run out the clock. Clyde doesn't have any competition anymore. Le'Veon Bell is gone, saying he never wants to play with Andy Reid ever again. He'd rather retire first, which is just a crazy talk. Damian Harris, or not Damian Harris, Damian Williams is gone to the Chicago Bears. There's no competition for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He disappointed you towards the end of last season, but I think a big reason for that Was because his draft capital was so high Everyone was drafting him in the first round People expected him to be a top 10 running back He's not going to disappoint you this season I promise you that Just like frozen aloe It is reliable It is great It's going to be the best thing to ever happen to you So draft Clyde You can get him in like the fourth round Which is super ridiculous it's I, I just I don't see reason not to pick him. He's talented. He's got the best O line in the game now. He's going to have the opportunity with very limited competition. I know it's a it's a pass happy offense, but Clyde's gonna get a lot of involvement and I I think that out of any of the second year running backs, I, I would put him up there with, with Jonathan Taylor in being top ten. So Clyde, super high on them this year. Pick them up.
0: Well, dang, that's a good one. Mm Here is my final comparison. And this is one that's pretty close to home. I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is a trend this summer for dads to wear short shorts.
1: Oh, Oh, God. Are you guys aware of this? I'm not aware. Okay. Uh, that's cause I don't go
0: out at all, but <laughs> so, so we're <laughs> not I'm sponsored in short shorts. <laughs> we're not sponsored by this company, but I bought myself an early father's day gift this year. Mm-hmm. There there's a company called chubbies that makes short shorts for men. And you know what? I took the plunge. I am now a okay. proud short, short dad. I want to see this. <laughs> and I tell you what, man, the first time you go out wearing short shorts in public, it's a little uncomfortable. You know, you feel a little self-conscious, but you know what? You get some sun, you get some people looking your way. You start feeling a little more confident. You're like, you know what? This is my (laughs) summer. I don't care what people think. I am a dad. I am proud. I am wearing short shorts. It is my right. (laughs) It is my God-given right. Got my wife on my side. Holding baby. I'll rock those short shorts. I'm sure you're dying to hear what the player comparison is. It is. I kind of forgot, honestly. <laughs> th- I was too, I was too I caught up on short, short shorts. shorts. I thought this was a podcast about clothing. <laughs> it is Justin Herbert. Ooh. He came out of nowhere. You might be a little uncomfortable. He's new. He's trendy. It's hip. If you're an old guy like me, you don't know what that's like anymore. You want to go with old reliable. You like mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. You mm-hmm. like Tom Brady. Justin Herbert is the new thing. He is fun in the sun. You put on those short shorts. Don't feel uncomfortable. You're making a bold decision. You won't be let down. You are a trendsetter. I Justin Herbert is short yeah. shorts
1: of 2021. I couldn't agree more with that comparison. <laughs> Herbert is going to be great. The short shorts, I I haven't seen you in short shorts, but that Girl, seems you. I'm I, you. i a dad yeah, now. You, can pull
0: it off. It's, you are. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a confidence thing.
1: Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It's it's pretty funny. I can see you rocking the short truck. Let's I just say I, I, just
0: I turned some heads. won't go out with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if okay. it's positive or negative, but I got the attention. <laughs> you got the attention.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Okay, last one. I'm talking about the ice cream truck, right? Did you have the ice cream truck rolled around your neighborhood? Uh, I grew up on a golf course, so yes. We okay, had a, we had so it was really... Truck. Okay, so you were one of those people. <laughs> we had a I'll talk about, a- about you. <laughs> I'll talk about you and <laughs> you didn't have to use any tarp. No, uh, no. I'll talk I about you in a bit a <laughs> where I grew up. I'm, I I didn't grow up in a, a bad place. Just want to say that. But I didn't grow up where the uh, where the ice cream truck rolled around every oh, week really? or two. Well,
0: that's, uh, we the ice like, cream truck. Ooh, we had like competing ice cream trucks. Are you having a laugh? You had more than one. Well, yeah, they would compete like straight up. I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, my God. God, that makes me upset. Oh, you grew up in the wrong spot, my man.
1: One ice cream truck showed up about, I don't know, three times a year, three times a summer. Same guy every year, and I would always give him like a $5 tip because I would be so happy. I'd run outside barefoot. like I would run like four blocks barefoot. I stepped in glass one time. Worth it because I got that Ninja Turtle ice cream. It's, It's way worth it. Anyway, the ice cream truck... For me, it's fantasy tight ends because once in a freaking blue moon, your fantasy tight end will have a good week, right? Unless somebody like you living in Kelsey Town or Kittleville who gets spoiled with the ice cream truck every week because they're down here going crazy. So fantasy tight ends besides the top tier, that's the ice cream truck because let's be honest, it's ugly. I mean, if you're sitting there like last year with Janu Smith, he finished as a top 10 tight end. But it didn't feel like it throughout the season. He will let you down most of the weeks, and then he'll have one week, just like when the ice cream truck rolls around, where you're just fired up. Everything goes right. But it, every other week, 9 out of 10 times, man, it's just these tight ends are disappointing. I feel like the gap of tight ends is getting the 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 tier gap is getting larger and larger. There's a huge difference between, let's say the, we'll, we'll just say the number ten tight end last season, which was Noah Fant, compared to the number eleven, which is Dalton Schultz. Like that's a big, big jump there. So ice cream truck, that's fantasy tight ends. Do yourself a favor, move to Kelsey Town, move to Kittleville. All right. Get yourself a premium tight end, one that won't let you down. You'll be happy. It, it, it's a way better situation. So definitely uh, target top tight ends this
0: season. On that note, uh, everybody, that was our summer cons- comparisons episode. Thank you all so much for listening. It makes such a huge difference. If you can, if you can ask a small favor, If you can, please leave a review or a rating on whatever platform it is you choose to listen to us on. Makes a huge difference. Keeps the lights on. (laughs) Gets us out of bed in the morning. Buys you short shorts. Helps me buy some short shorts. So every day we get closer to being sponsored by Chubbies. And that is the dream. So everyone, thank you. Stay safe. Uh, Use Andrew's aloe vera hack. And we will see you next time.